Welcome to the Dental Amigos podcast with Dr. Paul Goodman and attorney Rob Montgomery, taking you behind the scenes of the dental business world, all the things you didn't learn in dental school but wish you had. Rob is not a dentist and Paul is not a lawyer, but since Rob is a lawyer, we need to tell you that this podcast is for informational purposes only and shouldn't be considered legal advice. Listening to this podcast does not and will not create an attorney-client relationship. As is always the case, you should formally consult with legal counsel before proceeding with any legal matter. Learn more about The Dental Amigos at www.thedentalamigos.com. And now, here are The Dental Amigos. Hello, everyone. I'm Rob Montgomery, and I'm joined, as always, by the head nacho himself, Dr. Paul Goodman. Great to be here with you, Rob. It's good to see you, Paul, and welcome, everyone, to another episode of The Dental Amigos, the only podcast co-hosted by a dentist and a lawyer. Yeah, we, are, we are unique that way. I, I think we are. You know, yeah, we're like the Oscar and Felix worked with us. We're going to date us there, you know, the odd, the odd uh, nacho couple. <laughs> I'm not sure who is who, and I'm yeah. not, we're just going to leave it I'll at that, I'll be the messy Paul. one, so okay. whatever, whoever the messy one was me. I don't, I don't know who they were. But, I don't uh, know if you deserve that, that label, but... <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, and if it turns out that we're not the only uh, podcast hosted by a, a dentist and a lawyer, then we're definitely the only one in Philadelphia. Yeah, definitely. I like that. Uh, today, we're joined uh, by Tom Camarada. Uh, Tom is the founder and CEO at DentalStores.com, which is an online patient store and in-office dental savings management program. Uh, I met Tom at your recent uh, Dentist Team Boost in Philadelphia. Yeah, great great, uh, great two days. It was so much fun to have everyone there, and thanks for an awesome lecture. It was awesome. I enjoyed it. It's always fun to uh, to speak at your events and just to meet the people that come from all over, all the, the nacho heads, I guess yeah. we call them nacho heads. We get together. And it's like, you know, I say, get your face off Facebook and bring it face to face and meet some people. It, you know, magic can happen. Right. And that too infrequently, that's the case, right? Yeah, uh, totally. And uh, so it's nice, you know, not only speaking to the dentist, but you always have a great crew of, of sponsors and uh, industry people there that are, it's fun to, to chat with them during breaks and, and hear what they're doing and, and what, totally. where they I, are in the I, space. I share with the nacho world all the time and whether it's a local scene near them or, or the, one of our larger ones, that it's just great business development. That's a catchy term, business development, to find out what's out there in the space and you have the time walking around with coffee or a sandwich to really talk when you're office, you're under, I don't know what the right word is called, attack most of the time. Right. So you don't have the time for that. So just for sure, per, you know, really good idea for Dennis Scout to meet those people. Yeah. And, and, and for sponsors too. Yeah. You know, I guess, uh, I don't know what I am. If I'm a sponsor, a presenter, whatever my, yeah. my many, category many is there. Yeah. <laughs> but so I had, you know, had the opportunity to, to chat with Tom and, and learn a little bit about what, uh, what he's doing in the in the dental world and thought it was really interesting so uh, I asked him if he would be on the show and he said yes so here he is today so uh, a little more about his business dental stores mission is to expand affordable treatment options and improve the quality of patient care uh, with more than a decade of e-commerce experience and an even longer career as an entrepreneur Tom knows a thing or two about selling online and over the years he has jump-started several companies focused on the sale of dental products and has helped sell millions of dollars worth of merchandise Tom is passionate about science, technology, and business, having written his first computer program at the age of seven, which is cool. Tom is a developer at heart, but the ability to create something tangible starting with nothing more than an idea is to him a lifelong fascination. So now, without further ado, here's Tom Camarada. Welcome, amigo, and thanks for being on the show. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, great meeting you at the show, Rob. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, getting, getting some time to talk to you. I know that uh, Paul was running around taking care of business as, as he had to, uh, but I loved the show. I loved uh, the Dennis Booth event. Definitely 
would recommend it to any new dentists out there and, and existing dentists. Uh, it was just a fantastic event, great lectures. I was actually watching them outside on the live feed until I realized, hey, I could just go right into the room and uh, watch them live in person. So uh, I was watching them on Facebook Live, so talking about getting out of Facebook. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm okay with that. It's like when you go to the Phillies game and, you know, you want to go get uh, more snacks, more nachos, they put the game up on the screen. So maybe people don't even realize that, but something I'm really proud of is that we live stream the uh, C event so people can watch it uh, all over the world. What it was cool is that, you know, somebody – you know, sent me a Facebook message right at uh, when we started at 9 a.m. We started on time. That was rare. And I uh, said, I'm watching. It looks great. And he was in uh, Oregon and it was uh, 6 a.m. So I, I uh, like that part. But, Tom, I appreciate you sponsoring and coming to meet us. And um, we start with the hard hitting questions. Uh, if we were to go out for nachos, uh, where would we go near where you live? And uh, what's your favorite topping? So uh, if we were going to go out to nachos around us, I would say that we have to go to La Tolteca. It's, uh, it's, I think it's a, a kind of like a mom-and-pop uh, restaurant here in Wilkes-Barre, uh, authentic Mexican food. Um, but uh, I guess with toppings, guacamole and the, the spicy green, the green liquid. That's a good choice. That Everybody always the likes green, the mom-and-pop the places, spicy, the, the, the authentic pop. ones. So I like yeah, that. I'm a salsa verde guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to come up, and, uh, come up and busy and do that. Yeah, you know what's interesting about that place though is it's like they're one of the few places I've found that offers hard tacos. That's why that's why I go there. Like I can't find hard tacos anywhere I go. That's you know, a good point. The hard taco tacos. is going extinct. I, I, yeah, like I didn't why? Think about that why are they so oppressed with the, What's going on with that? They think it's not authentic to have a hard. Taco. I think the hard taco it 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 breaks apart easily. So I feel like they, maybe they're just making it. You know, is is tougher. But I don't know if Chipotle has the hard taco. Now I'm thinking. I, think I can't it. remember the last time I saw it out. But I can tell you that my 13-year-old, when she makes tacos for herself, it's always hard tacos. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I, I, I see them a lot, but and, and I don't think some of her, her eating habits aren't the greatest, so I don't <laughs> think she should be the bellwether when yeah. it comes to that. But, uh, you know, I think it's, it's, a, it's, like, it's like eating chips with her dinner, which is why she yeah. likes the hard taco. I like it. Bring back the hard taco. People deserve <laughs> yeah, it. That's, yeah, that's my thing. I think I'm going to start... You know, picketing places, you know? Yeah, bring that up on Dental Nachos. Hey, so, Tom, yeah. you're actually uh, talking to us today from uh, Wilkesboro, Pennsylvania, which is was made famous by The Office television show, right? Yep, Wilkesboro, Scranton area. We're, you know, basically two cities at heart, you know, but two cities as one. Um, and Scranton uh, definitely hit the road, hit the map when uh, The Office came out because I think people forgot about it. We used to be a big coal mining town here. Um, so back in the day, you know, everybody knew of Scranton. And then, you know, over the years that passed. And next thing that revived this was, was The Office. And people actually come for tours from all over to go to, on tours of Dunder Mifflin. And that business doesn't exist. So it's just they end up walking around Scranton, visiting bars and stuff like that. Although we do have, we're known for the, the third largest Irish parade i guess it's the st patrick's day parade uh in the country so wow that's, that's interesting it's inter- interesting to keep stats on that so you know maybe maybe yeah. you guys try hard you have to be the second one second highest <laughs> <laughs> we just need a few more people right maybe yeah. if i could you know egg some of the hard taco people on they, they yeah. get in line too, you know making progress hard taco float yeah and then kind of get the, the dunder mifflin tour mm-hmm. kind of add the dental stores.com you know office to to the dunder yeah. mifflin tour and then you know then you're on the map right absolutely Hey, so Tom, you know, uh, I, Paul and I know a little bit more about what you do than, than our listeners probably at this point. So if you could just uh, tell our folks what, uh, what dentalstores.com does and uh, what their role is in the dental space. Sure. So we help dentists automate dental savings plans and offer products, services, and memberships uh, to their patients online. 
Uh, we help them retain more patients and help them really bring them up to speed with the type of patients and market dynamics that they're facing today. So that's really, really what we do in a nutshell. Um, but basically, we're setting up uh, e-commerce service for them where they could now offer membership plans, they could offer products. We, we uh, completely stock all these products so that they don't have to buy any inventory. It's hundreds of products from you know, hundreds of the top brands out there. Uh, it, it completely alleviates the need of them having to actually go in and, and stock them in their own office. But like what kind, what kind of things? What are some examples of so, some of the products? Uh, Everything from toothpaste, uh, specialty toothpaste like fluoride toothpaste that you know that you have stock in office, um, to electric toothbrushes from like Oral B, Sonicare, brands that you've never even heard of. Um, we have things for dry mouths. Uh, whitening is is massive. Um, you know, think about it. Like when they come to the office, uh, you do a set of whitening trays for them. You know. Um, and you do the in-office whiting, where do they go for their refills, right, for the, for the refill gels, right? Well, you know, six months down the road, they want to do a, a touch-up treatment. They have the trays. They don't have, they, you know, maybe they don't feel like going back to your office for those, for those refill gels, and this eliminates the need for that. So you don't actually have to stock those, re, those, uh, those whitening gels. Um, you know, if, they, if you give them a, a toothpaste at the office and they need it again in two months, you don't actually have to stock it. They could just go online and purchase it right from your store. And uh, we fulfill everything, and we provide all the customers service. We even do the returns and exchanges. And then at the end of the day, what's really great about it is that we uh, share the profits back with the office. In fact, we drive the lion's share of the profits back to the office. So they actually earn uh, some commissions, you know, that they could put back into patient care um, and, and really help out their, their staff or patients or whatever. It's not, it's no one's going to be a billionaire from it, but, you know, they, they're able to, to, to use that money to, to see what, to, to fix things that they need to fix around the office or whatever it is that they need to do. But on top of that, what we found was that was great was that um, when we combined it with uh, the online savings plan, um, we've actually uh, expanded it now so that when their patients go and get a membership, typically when they get a savings plan from from the office, it's usually to save, you know, uh, it'll come in for two cleanings, two x-rays, and save so many percent on certain, you know, uh, treatments that they have in the office. and you know, that was all it was. It's still twice a year that they go in and see the office. And what we've really done is by combining that with the store, we're now giving them reason to see your brand more often. And what we found is that actually helps you retain more patients and really, um, you know, helps you build that engagement with your patients that you otherwise wouldn't have. So they could go there, go there they get their membership, you know, they're going to get discounts on products, they're going to get free shipping. Um, you essentially become like a mini Amazon Prime. So that's that's it in a nutshell. That's cool. So you're just, you're just driving the engagement. You're interacting with your mm -hmm. patients in, in in a more frequent basis. And uh, right. I mean, a one plus one equals three. Tell walk us through a little bit, uh, Tom, for our listeners and for and for for Rob, because he doesn't have the joy of being in a dental office every day. But he can come to mine whenever he wants. It's, he's he's he's, he's invited. Uh, We're gonna take an Uber. Up yeah, there, we will take an Uber. That'll be uh, in, in the in house <laughs> membership plan. Let's just you know, deconstruct that a little bit from its most basic form. So walk us through and I'm going to say, hey, I, um, I'm open up a new office, Dr. Nacho's House of uh, uh, Dentistry and Nachos, and I want to do an in-house membership plan. I've heard about them, but that's the only thing I know. Tell us what, how you would coach me or, or help me understand that. So an in-house membership plan is typically offered to uh, those uh, patients of yours that don't have insurance. Um, or maybe lost their insurance or, or in between, you know, jobs or whatnot. But basically for the 30% of, of patients out there that don't have insurance, uh, it, it allows you to, to kind of quasi-act as uh, 
their insurance, so to speak. You can't really say that because, you know, you're not insurance. You're just literally a membership plan. But basically, it allows you to say, hey, this patient will pay you, uh, uh, you know, maybe $200 for the year. They're going to get two cleanings, two x-rays, discounts on uh, some of the uh, work that they might need done. Um, And it really gives them the ability to now actually take advantage of regular uh, dental care, right, where they may have kind of avoided it because they couldn't afford it and because they didn't have insurance. Now you're giving them the ability to come in and visit you and get those two cleanings and get those x-rays and find the problems before they, you know, really explode into bigger problems. And that's that's really the advantage there for for the patient. But the advantage for you as as a dentist owner is that you're actually creating that recurring stream of income because now you have people that are subscribing to a membership plan or a subscription uh, under your business, and that uh, is going to yield recurring income. So, you know, year after year, if they're paying you $200, the more patients you could get to do that, the more stable your business is going to be. How many of you, like like a client of yours who's doing really well with this or has been with you for a while, how many people do they have on their membership plan? I'm just curious. Jeez. So we had had an office that just started, when was it? Like a little bit last year, within six months, they had 200 people, over 200 people on their plan. So that's that's pretty good, you know. Um, and I think that their office may be, you know, 2,000 patient office. So they're not a huge office. So right there, they have 10% of their people on the plan. Um, you know, I, I, I think the sky's the limit with them. I think that ultimately, you know, there might be people out there that are unhappy with the current uh you know, plans maybe they're getting from other providers, maybe they have uh, insurance or something like that, that may want to switch to uh, an in-house plan because it gives them the same or better type of benefits or coverage than they would get normally under under a different plan, which has maximums and other things like that. So more, from a patient perspective, really, uh, it, it's quite advantageous to, to kind of go with some of these things. I know that we offer it to our employees as well, um, rather than doing the insurance thing. So I think people like it. There's no maximums. There's no limits. There's no paperwork to fill out. It's just, you know, you get the work done that you need to get done. um, And ultimately, uh, it works out better for everybody. You know, treatment acceptance is up and, uh, you know, everybody's happy because they're visiting the dentist twice a year. So teeth are shiny clean and things like that. So, uh, so yeah. So I think it's great. I mean, and obviously there are a lot of different people that are out there doing different in-office dental plans. And there are people that are helping consult with that. What I think is cool about what you guys are doing, though, is it allows people to purchase this online, you know, yeah. and we had uh, somebody on the show recently from from local med. And, you know, Paul, we were talking about the fact that most people, you know, you like to do things yeah. during off hours, you know, and uh, if somebody says, hey, you know, I want to go, you know, I'm thinking about going to the dentist. I found this place. They had this dental plan. You know, they can do that 24-7 and, and, and interact with, with, your, uh, with your office and purchase the plan and become a patient of the practice at a time of their choosing, which, you know, to me is just such a, a forward-thinking, you know, way to, to structure uh, your, your practice. And you, you do know. so much with startups, Rob. It's, just, it's a really it's a key component of what startups can do to, to capture uh, potential patients who are just not involved with insurance. Tom, tell us, you don't tell us the, the exact details, but you know, you you provide this service. So you make the service pretty turnkey for the office, right? You know, in terms of tracking mm-hmm. how many people yep. and all things like that. <laughs> now then, and then how do you charge the offices to institute this? Cause I know I'm fairly familiar with this. I've, I've seen th- some with monthly charges or charges per patient. Tell us a little bit about your system. So our system is um, because we have the, the store component, we do charge a monthly fee. 
uh, for that service. And then to to add the membership plans in, it's it's free to add them in and start offering them. But then we take uh, a small percentage of each transaction. And what ends up happening is, let's say you're charging, um, let's say it's $200 for your for your membership plan. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to have to whether you do that on in, in your own manual way and you do it in a binder, uh, you you still have to process the credit card to do that transaction. So you're going to face those credit card fees no matter what, and that's going to take three percent right there. So uh, on top of that, we take is a small percent, it's three point nine percent, and um, essentially uh, what we do is we we actually take those fees and we bundle them up and call them processing fees or setup fees, and the the dentist office they can choose to uh, allow the patients to pay those or they could, you know, eat those costs themselves. A lot of them just, you know, tack it on to the cost of doing business as, as saying, hey, you know, if you if you want to purchase this online, it's going to be an extra $8 or $10 or whatever it is. And patients themselves, they have no problem paying that because I know myself, um, you know, when I go pay certain things on credit card, you know, sometimes I actually have to pay that 3% because it's a, it's a few hundred dollar charge and, you know, you can't expect the business to kind of absorb all that. But it's the convenience of using your credit card. So uh, there's one of two ways. Either you could pass them on or you could absorb them. If you pass them on, then essentially, you know, you're operating your, your plan for free, you know. Um, so that's the way it works. Gotcha. And Thanks. so when you talk about a store, so it's clear to everybody, you, we're talking about like a full-on e-commerce yep. component to the website, which you guys yeah. put on. So, you know, you have, you click on it, there's a shopping cart, right? Just like if you were mm-hmm. purchasing just anything else that we purchase online, whether it's Amazon or, or wherever, and, and you buy the stuff. It's like we like I guess most of us, we buy groceries yeah. and do most of our our shopping now. That's the way you can purchase these uh, the the plan and and the uh, and the merchandise, right? Yeah, and it's credible. It goes back to your point of that's the way you know the the, the parallels you brought up with LocalMed. They're a fantastic company, by the way, and really it's the same exact thing that's driving this. It's you know, do you really want to be stocking all that inventory in your own office and are you really open 24-7? Like, patients just want to purchase that product from you that they might, you know, maybe it's a toothpaste they just ran out on a Saturday night. How are they going to go to your office on a Saturday night? No, you're not open. You know, some some of the offices aren't even open Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. And so, you know, to get to your office during the business hours, they may not have the time. So people are used to the convenience of ordering online. They want to order online. You know, it it services them 70% of time that your business isn't open, basically during the week, right? Uh, your business might be open 30% of the week, and the 70% of the week that it's not open, you're still able to service those patients, you know, whether they want to buy uh, a membership plan or whether they want to buy, uh, you know, a toothpaste. And, you know, they could subscribe to those products just like they would subscribe to your to your uh, membership plan or they could order them one-off. The interesting thing about the membership plans is, you know, a lot of those are sold in the office, I would say, like, because, because you know, that's really where the patient is really finding out about the advantages of them, saying, hey, you know, I have to get this work done and I don't have insurance, you know, how could I do this? How could I afford this? Well, hey, you know, you could always try our membership plan. It, it, it does offer you a discount of this, and it turns out that it works out for the patient. You know, they could save way more than the membership would, would cost them, so they eventually do it right there at the office. But I've seen actually uh, in a in few instances where people actually purchase those online as gifts for other people. So they're buying a membership plan as a gift. Uh, one guy bought it for his grandson who did not have insurance. And so, you know, I think that that's, that's the way things are going. People just want to, they want that friction-free experience. And, you know, the, the next thing that we did is after we did the membership plans, and just recently we've launched this service, we're, allow, we're allowing them to offer their services online now too, the, the, the office, the uh, dental office could actually offer uh, Zoom whitening or, you know, other treatments that, that they, you know, the one-off treatments like uh, 
things like that. Like, so basically, they put it up on their store as Zoom Whitening, and you know, it's an in-office treatment, and they can post it to Facebook and see what happens from there. But it, again, it allows the patient to purchase that uh, without having to go to the office and purchase a voucher. Uh, typically speaking, when you're doing something like that, you're, you're, you're always like, oh, you have to come in to get this special price. Uh, during, during the holidays, people are always doing like a whitening special or things like that. But imagine if you could just put that online, how many more people will buy it? What we found out is that when we actually tested that, uh, it was just actually a few weeks ago, um, we had an office that was switching from Zoom to Care or something like that. It doesn't really matter. But they had a few units left of the, the, the Zoom. They put them up on their store. They did a, a quick post on Facebook, sold out in a week. Now, that's incredible. That just goes to show how friction-free people really want things to be. And, and you extend that even further, we now have an office that's actually offering uh, their Invisalign treatment online. Hey, you could pre-purchase it just like you could go to um, you know, Smile Direct Club and purchase that online. Why not you know, purchase it from me? It's the same exact price. You know, was, I think it was like $200 difference between them and, and Smile Direct Club. Um, and I think that if more dentists did that, if, if more Dennis took advantage of some of this technology, you wouldn't even see, you know, Smile Direct Club places like that existing. Candid Co., I mean, the, the, there's a bunch of them. Bite, I think. There's a bunch of those uh, places out there right now that are offering these things online. And, and it just goes to show the power of that friction-free transaction. People want to just pay for something and get it done and do it on their own time. And sure, maybe they're going to have to schedule an appointment or two to, to do these follow-ups and do whatever to get the, you know, to do those types of things. Of course, they can't not go to the office, but it's they're dictating, you know, when and and where they're going to be, and and they're dictating at the time that they want to buy it, and when they make the decision, they don't have to make a decision, you know, in, sitting in the chair talking to to a staff. They don't have to make a decision when it's at work. They could do it at midnight when they're thinking about, hey, you know what? I've investigated all my options. I really want my teeth straightened, and I want to go to you know Dr. Smith. It, se- it. it seems like so. Tom, there's a chance that you know the dentist. We 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 we. we provide the whole nacho plate here. We've had an insurance negotiation. We've had uh, accountants talk about how to deal with insurance. Now we're showing this side. It's, it's really uh, an awesome way that dentists can start to potentially, you know, get away from being so insurance dependent. Does the, does the service renew each year? Like if the in-house membership will renew automatically or do, do we have to have another talk with our patients about that? No. And that's, that's, that's definitely a huge advantage in terms of doing it um, you know through some software as an automated thing versus uh, versus doing it manually you know if you were to do this manually yeah you would have to call them up every year and just do those renewals but since you're doing it through software all those renewals are automatic and that gives you the ability to really scale that program so you don't necessarily have to deal with the complexities or have the staff overhead of calling up like you know 200 imagine calling up those 200 patients saying I need your credit card well, I mean this is why I mean you, Rob and I have a real passion to share the challenges and the whole you know, the DIY stuff. And what happens is when you become, if you're successful in this, DIYing it is not what you want because when you have more patients, it'll cost you for your staff to do all of this. So if you have 10 patients on it, sure, you can keep it on a binder or spreadsheet. But I mean, we we have two different types of in-house membership plans with two different companies. And, uh, you know, it just helps uh, tremendously to utilize a service like yours. And uh, I... um, just think that that's awesome. And then just to ask you one more question about the store, if I was, so I, uh, you know, you tell me, okay, I'm going to do my in-house membership plan. Now I have this store. You give us recommendations on what some products we could put in the store. We could pick from like a uh, online catalog. Is that how that works? 
Yeah, so you your store comes fully stocked with I think it's over 600 products right now, um, and so you just choose if you don't you know by default you have them all. If you don't want some, you could just you know remove them from your store. You could actually recategorize them in any way in any way you see fit. Um, we have a lot of offices that'll put up, hey, you know, this is staff picks or this is Doc's favorite picks or this is Dr. Nacho's favorite picks, you know. Um, and then that's just like a, a curated selection of just like maybe 20 products in that one category. But it, you could structure it however you want. It's really totally customizable. And the best thing about it is that it really still has your brand name, has your brand uh, logo, it has your, your colors, and they really feel like it's part of your office. Um, yet we're doing all that back-end heavy lifting for you. All you're doing is you're just focusing on the patient and what they need, recommending them to the right product, and then essentially they could go there and, and get that product and we handle everything else, so even the returns. And so um, ultimately that gives builds more engagement and uh, you know happier patients. Awesome. Yeah, I'm curious. Now, so this is, I'm sure, showing my naivete with this, but like, how much retail sales actually happen in most dental offices like i know if i go into the salon where you know i have a client that's you know uh one of my my few non-dental clients here in philadelphia uh when i say few it's probably less than a few uh who's been you know somebody i've I've known for years and uh, i go into his fancy fancy place on on walnut street and they're selling shampoos and all kinds of you know paraphernalia none of which is targeted towards you know people like me yeah. right however you know um for for the the other customers that are they're using that stuff they you know that that's a good piece of of their business when i go into dental offices i never see like a case of you know these are the toothbrushes i could buy or there's toothpaste as tom's talking about all this like is there really any meaningful retail presence well, as in, the only, in most I'll, people's I'll take dental this question because i'm the only dentist here on this on this uh podcast there you go so 2005 i started so as a dentist you always believe and you always feel f-e-e-l feelings are not facts said by the modern day philosopher dr phil but i do like that quote that you would be able to to monetize and help your patients with products so i will use the electric toothbrush as an example mm -hmm. so when i started the electric toothbrush is uh, used to be maybe like $175 retail, and we would the the rep would come in and say buy them for 130 bucks. So you have a you have a chance of making $45 in the dental business. Not a lot. A chance, but, you have a chance in air quotes. But we right? still yeah. we you know we buy 10. But what happened sure. is we'd sell two, and then after a while we'd give them away or we'd give them for presents, and we would just incur this cost because we were stocking it. I will use yeah. this example because one of my favorite podcasts is how we built this, and uh, they just had the uh, founders of a store that we use, Rob Bonobos, right. and right. you cannot Check go into. Bonobos and get the clothes. So yeah. actually, it's something I have to plan for. So I will be wearing a Bonobos shirt later to lecture. Uh, maybe you're wearing one right now, Rob. But if you go there, yeah, uh, yeah if you go there and you like the clothes, you cannot get it that day. And you got to wait two or three days. This happened to me for the boost camp, right. boot, the boost festival. But they got a great system because they don't want to stock all that stuff. So just it's a it's a long-winded way of saying it's exhausting to stock stuff. Sure. Most dental offices, especially the ones in Philly, but you know we have this house office, there's no room to store this stuff in any way. Right. It becomes a nuisance. You wind up wasting dollars. Uh, it kind of annoys your team too because they're not really getting any of this windfall of profit. Meaning well, like, you know, if we sold all 10, we would have got a $450 profit which we didn't sell all 10 but if we looked at the 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 labor cost to sell all 10 and the mm -hmm. distraction so it did and tom can chime in here in a minute what solved the problem for me after wasting probably thousands of dollars on products we tried it with toothpaste and this blah yeah. blah blah right is amazon helped me in that regard because i used to just tell people get it on amazon and yeah. i didn't have to do anything now i'm 
out of the equation. But now I would like to return to the equation with Tom's store because it seems sure. to solve the problem perfectly where it's creating your own version of that without stocking it. I don't know. Did I do yeah, a good well, job there, uh, Tom? Well, before Tom yeah, answers, no. I, I just like, to me, that's exactly, you know, why I thought yeah. what Tom's doing is so powerful because, I mean, you totally, you know, confirmed what I, what I thought was the case. You know, nobody has really the capability to, to do this in their dental office at, at any kind of meaningful scale. And I also, what I'm hearing too, which is, is also, you know, confirming what I, what I believed is, you know, who, you're not going to start training your staff to be retail salespeople. Right. Like talking about, just like taking a left turn at Albuquerque, yes. right? You know, like there's only so many things and processes and systems that you could kind of work that are sort of jive and, you know, sort of part and parcel of having the dental office. Sort of running this retail storefront makes zero sense. However, yes. with me as, you know, the non-dentist here, the, the patient, it seems like there's a tremendous opportunity. If you can outsource this stuff like what Tom is doing, uh, you still are that trusted advisor, you know? And a lot of people, you know, and I think that manifests itself potentially in, in two ways. One, you know, when you say, hey, this is, as, as Tom said, you know, the, the Dr. Nacho curated stuff, this is a good toothbrush, you know? I think it works, it's way, or this is the toothpaste that I was talking about, and here's how you get it. You, you have credibility with your patients, and, uh, you know, so that you have the ability to recommend that stuff and then also give them the way that they could execute on it. I also feel like, you know, you do have this good business relationship already, yeah. you know, patient dentist relationship, but it's kind of akin to like, you know, if you're a member of a, of a golf club and you need a, you know, a new shirt, you, you buy it from the pro, yes, right? right? Yes. Because, you know, can I go out to, to Dick's and buy a shirt? Sure. But my guy, Jim Smith, you know, yes. he's going to make a few bucks off of this. I like Jim. I mean, it's you perfect. Know, so why, I mean, why wouldn't I buy you've it kindly, You've kindly called me a trusted advisor over the years, Rob, well before the Dr. Nacho time. So I am actually, maybe he can get on the podcast, the founder of Bonobos, because I am a trusted Bonobos advisors because we did this and we modeled this where I had a bonobos night for dental nachos and Jeff and Todd Fleischman, our guests all came mm -hmm. and we got bought clothes. Their size is different than mine, but that's besides the point. But you know, they all were there in the moment. Yeah. I brought them there. The, the, the bonobos salespeople were there and they purchased, the, we know the group probably purchased thousands of dollars worth of clothes in those one moment. But like Tom's store it was shipped to them right, right later, but we kind of, you know, it, it was the same feel. I mean, I think everything's going to be bonobos. Everything's going to be like Tom because you want to know about it from a trusted advisor. You don't have to take it home with you that day. Mm -hmm. The store doesn't know, but then you know it's going to keep coming. So, I mean, I, I think it's a real, just a really awesome solution to uh, a need for, for patients. And if we look at it from a perspective, you're really helping the patient. They should be using adjunctive tools to do things. I should not be wearing my right. quote, my button down from the gap from four years ago. I should have a Bonobos shirt for lecturing. So it's a good, it's a great solution. Take it one step further. You know, if, if I'm sitting there, where, how do I know what the right toothpaste is, the right toothbrush? Right. I mean, where, as, as, as a non-dentist, right? I'm the patient. Do I, I go into CVS and I just look at, right, the, yeah. at, at, then the, analysis at the shelf? Paralysis, right? yeah, well, yeah. Or I don't yeah. even know what the difference yes. is, right? You know, as opposed to, hey, you know what, this is what we talked about. You have an issue with buildup of of tartar or plaque, this is the right toothpaste for you. And you know, this one's better than this one. Great, you know, it's like talking to a sommelier in a restaurant. Like, you know, what's what's the wine that I should be ordering? Well, here, this is, what do you like? This is what you it's need, perfect, order it. It's a perfect point. You've helped me with this a lot. We've talked about on the podcast about what's your time worth, right? So two ways, if you think of yourself as a professional and you just say, my time is worth $300 an hour, just say that, right? Mm -hmm. The exercise of going to the CVS, picking out the thing, paying for it, messing right. up the self-checkout, 
Or how about that? People say, well, I'll do it on the weekend. What's the time worth the time spending time with your kids? Yeah. It's even better than that. So, right. so are your family or your own or your own, you know, uh, mental health or physical health. So mm -hmm. it, it solves a problem that why would you even want to go to the CVS to think of the thing when you can just act in the moment, keep up the momentum. So, yeah, that's I, I totally yeah. agree with you. I, I agree with that. You know, to your point, Rob, of, of how do you know the right one? I think that leads back to one of the things they're going to go out and they're going to do a search for toothbrush and you don't know who they're going to find recommending the toothbrush. It could be some, you know, YouTube video uh, by some teenager in, you know, Montana or something like that. You don't know yeah. who's giving that advice. And I think that really that's that's one of the that's one of the problems I think that the dentists don't realize that they actually have a problem with maybe um, because they feel like they, they have so much experience and so much knowledge and a hygienist too like they're so extremely knowledgeable they, they know what products you should be using they're these guys are these are the ones that are in your mouth like they're examining you clinically and so what has, happens is you know they leave after they leave the office they they don't they're not thinking like oh you know what did what did my hygienist say they're going out and they're looking out okay they just said i needed this brush so they go out and search and they find this random person that's that's what do you call an influencer and they're putting out the recommendations meanwhile the hygienist who should be putting out the recommendations isn't and that's really one thing that we tried to get every office to do we like we'll send them free products just so they'll do a review on those products and get you know start posting on facebook we did a we did a, 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 a review on this charcoal toothpaste whitening toothpaste and it, it actually worked believe it or not and and the office that did it they created a video and it was really cool and they put it up they had over six thousand views on that video um you know all organic and it's just extremely popular the manufacturer came in and liked it and everything like that and this is the type of engagement that you really want to create with your fans and you want to be the influencer you don't want these other randoms to be an influencer and i think that goes back even further back in the conversation with you guys i've been listening to you guys going back and forth a little while it's, we kind of uh, hijacked you a little about, bit sorry too. no it's fine <laughs> but you were talking about the the amazon hey i send you the amazon oh my gosh talk about influencers you go there you're inundated you do a search for toothpaste you're going to come up with thousands of results and then you know what you have to do you're looking at star ratings and things like that or you're looking at you know you you need someone to kind of curate that for you and they're confused but but at the same time you know so so you're sending them over to this third party whether it's cbs or walgreens or amazon you're literally sending your patients to go there and now you have in 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 today's uh, i guess situation business situation cvs is partnering up with smile direct club you have um you know walgreens partnering up with aspen uh amazon is selling like do-it-yourself dentures i think i just saw that post on on dental notches i think actually when someone wrote in they said look look at this lab doing these dent like de is it yeah. dentures or was it like a mouth guard or something but the point is like they're you know once you get once patients go over there they're looking at other people now influencing them whether it's the people who are getting the reviews maybe they're being recommended these products and now they think oh you know what? I don't even need to go back to the office because I got, you know, you know, this, this influencer that's telling me what to do, or I have all these products at my disposal from Amazon, so I could just do it myself. And I think that that is where like this breakdown is occurring. I really think that, you know, helping people understand the limits of what you know, their knowledge is, I guess, or whatnot, but showing them, you know, you, you guys are the experts, showing them what you know and helping them find those right products and then being that 
place where they could get them. It's a curated selection. They don't have to sift through thousands of them. They don't have to go out and find a YouTube video on with some random influencer. They could just use your recommendation. I think it closes that loop, uh, and I really think that that's really one of the understated points of this entire thing. It's not so much about how much money you could earn or how many toothbrushes you sell. It's about closing the loop and really giving patients the right information that's clinically relevant to them, to clinically relevant to their con- specific oral condition, so they get the right products at the right price, and it's from a trusted store. And it's also, you know, you know just it's the power of a positive contact in your office, because it's not a uh, shocker. People don't like to be there. So, you know, it's a... Uh, uh, I have a question, Tom, and Robbie you can chime in too. Because so back in the day, before Facebook and smartphones, uh, the leading the leader in technology for people who went out at midnight or later, which was me when I was in my twenties, was Wawa because Wawa was one of the first places to put in one of those touchscreen, you know things to make your sandwich, which made me buy a lot of sandwiches at 12, at 1 a.m. in Philly. (laughs) Because if I had to go and walk by and talk to a guy and say, lettuce, pickles, tomato, I just wouldn't have done it. Friction friction free. free. But when I can go and, you know, do these things, you know, and so I'm actually curious, Tom, if this exists, like, could you create like a Wawa style touchscreen in your office? for your store where people could purchase the products while they're there, where Rob's waiting for his family and say, I'm just going to refill my family stuff while I'm here. Does that exist? And it gets shipped. And shipped while you're getting your stuff. That's actually what we do already. So we actually have that, and we actually give them a free iPad that could load cool. their store. They could use it however they want. They could put up an iPad in their in their uh, waiting room in the reception area, and it's it's got a special version of the store, the touchscreen type thing where it makes it really like kiosky, like um, really easy to use. And so we do already have that, and in fact, the, those sales with that are incredible. Um, and in fact, that's where we find a lot of power of, of doing the membership plans. Uh, through that interface, as well as doing the products. Um, it's just so easy and convenient for patients to use. So it right patients now. have their own unique login, and they'll just go in, and they'll just get shipped. No, they don't, they don't even need to log in. It just, it's just tied to the office. That's what Oh, do. so if Rob was ordering for his family, he just puts in his address, and it gets his toothpaste and stuff. To the, and uh, Easy. I'm assuming there's probably the ability, if I really wanted to do a call to action, to maybe like work with your team to make a like a higher percentage off if it was ordered in the office or something like that. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Paul's going to negotiate with you. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, not, a percentage off, not a percentage okay. off of your, of your, your services. I'm saying like, you know, when you're in a store, they right, say, you know, right. five extra percent, if you're there, just yeah. something for me to keep up just a momentum yeah. driver. Oh yeah. yeah actually, you know. that's, in, that's incredible. Like, man, you, you like, you're like, I wish I had you years ago, um, but but basically we do have something like that. So now we have so like a little business card that you could give out. Um, and it's got a ten percent discount, and so right then and there you could just hand them a ten percent discount. They order it right at the office, and they're going to get that ten percent discount. So yes, that exists. Yeah, I think you know too. I, I think so many dentists can really appreciate you know what what you're saying about sending people out of your orbit. You know, and so now you're at CVS and maybe or whatever pharmacy. Now you're sort of almost interacting with the with the smile. Uh, smile direct it's the same thing if you're uh you know a general uh dentist who you would never refer somebody to an orthodontist in a in a multi-specialty practice right right? because you would be worried they wouldn't come back the same thing's kind of happening when when you do this and you know it's not even you know again as the as the patient consumer 
it's not even just the influencers who are out there. If I go on Amazon, you know, or wherever I'm going to buy my stuff, like that's all skewed too with, you know, yes. with the analytics and, 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 you know, how they're, you know, what they're putting in front of me and it's not necessarily the yep. best product. I'm not seeing it. Yeah. I'm seeing what they want me to see. And, you know, it's the timing of this is actually interesting for me too. Cause I just finished listening to uh, a podcast this morning with uh, Cal Newport uh, on Rich Roll's show. Right. And he's talking about, you know, digital minimalism and really just how, you know, we are manipulated by, yeah. you know, the Googles, the Facebooks and the Amazon, totally. you know, and I think we're starting to see that more in some of these uh, dental Facebook groups where people are sort of like indignant that they're, they're surprised, like somebody's making a recommendation to me that has like an ulterior right. motive. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no kidding. Right. You know? know, Welcome to the world. Right. But the same thing happens here. And I think, you know, from an ethical standpoint, as a dentist, you kind of owe it to your client, uh, your, your patient, not even kind of, you owe it to your patient. You know, if you're there, you know what's right, or at least the range of things yeah. that are right and what's best for them, you should be telling them. And there's nothing wrong with right. it. It's not too salesy. It's it's part of providing that service. Or you just kind of send them out to the dogs and hope that, well, you Well, that's know, the part that's crazy. And, you know, th that's what I don't understand about sometimes my own dentist colleagues. I mean, first... You should just have an assumption, I have this, that like everything that gets recommended may have a, a benefit to the person recommending it and decide accordingly anyway. But imagine if you're going to go out in a rainstorm and the person's like, I've you know, spent a lot of time looking at these umbrellas. The umbrella company and I work together to help people with umbrellas and you should use this one and then you just you know, discard that advice because yeah. you're worried about someone getting, you know, people's like kickback or reward or whatever. But meanwhile, the person doing it is really genuinely trying to funnel people to use good products just right. like us at the dentist so yeah. to help to help the customers you don't get soaked out there <laughs> yeah yeah you know? it's just it makes sense it just it's so many levels and you know i think too that you know i love to hear what you're saying tom is this is a way to compete with these big companies like the smile directs and the, and the similar uh you know corporate uh dental providers now and it's really it's a theme that i really like to talk about when i give presentations and i talked about it at, at dentist team boost yeah. you know and we had lewis chen on the show recently and, and now i'm going to keep you know parading him around yeah. because i love it and, you know that so many people want to complain about the dentistry's changing and how can we stop the smile directs and those people from you know from com competing against us and right. how do we keep them out of space it's like no you can't you can't stop it you right. have to figure out yeah. your way to your role your compete. space you know and how you're going to compete and what what your your role is in the industry and you know and i think you said this tom you know and i say this too the edge that that everybody has that all the dentists that are listening to this right now you have the advantage that you are a dentist right, right? Yeah. and that right off the bat gives you so much more standing and credibility and you know basically range to provide meaningful you know uh, advice to your patients as to what they should be doing and you can do it in a way that is genuine that benefits your patients that benefits you and your practice and allows you to have a leg up on you know big corporate yeah totally but I mean, you know the people that want to whine about it you know they're going to be they're left they're gone and they're off the back well, it's like you know when what tom is is helping dennis do is it's just 
the dentists have the relationship. They have what we started out talking about with, they have the face-to-face thing. Right. Amazon and all of us, they don't have the face-to-face thing. Sure. And you know, that's why you can utilize in a genuine way your face-to-face relationship with patients to help them. And you're, you're you know, Tom, you, 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 we could probably talk to you for hours about all the products you have, but you have to, you know, you're accountable for the products that you're sharing with your customers because they're coming back six months later. Yeah. So, you know, you're probably just doing the thing I do most of the time when I go out to restaurants or places is just say, what is the thing that you usually get here if you were with us? So like likely it probably, you know, the dentist, the hygienist is using the same thing they're recommending because they're testing right. it out and kind of, I mean, that's what I do with many of the affiliates or anything I have. I say, I'm going to use this thing for a little bit, see how it goes, then introduce it to my audience. And I'm sure dentists and their team are doing the same thing in a very genuine way. Yeah. And not to mention too, like you're interacting with your patients at that level. If they're buying toothpaste, they're buying toothbrushes or whatever other uh, merchandise, then when it comes time to, you know, have a, you know, a sale on teeth whitening, you've got your 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 audience there yes, you know totally. and here it is and 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 it's great because yeah. they like it it's good for them and it may you know lead to purchases that you know they may not have otherwise considered. awareness just like you say tom what is the i'm curious i just what is the one of the top selling products at dental stores like just i'm just interesting to interested to see what the consumer their go-to thing is fluoride toothpaste i would say fluoride toothpaste um the oral b brushes that bundle is amazing when you guys talk about like um hey you could get like a special product here i think that that's another thing that's a salient point that people miss is that dentists actually have professional versions of products or special bundles of products um so for example this oral b one i think it's it's like 99 dollars and it comes with like eight products it's fantastic if you go out anywhere else you try to buy it, it's like 200 bucks you know but on your store it's 99 bucks so they're saving a lot of money you have something unique and different to offer them so that's one of the best selling products on there um, and I think the, the other products that sell a lot of whitening, uh, for sure. I mean, that just always goes. So those are the those are the three top sellers, I would say. Um, but yeah, like you know, back to your point of, of Rob's point about Amazon and Google influencing everything you do, and you don't really know it. You know, people don't realize this, but Amazon is the third largest provider of advertisements in the country, the digital advertisements. So that's you know, they're roughly about half the size of Facebook. They've grown like I don't know astronomically in the past year or two in terms of their advertising. And so it, it's funny. I've met um, I met a dentist who actually tied their website to Amazon and they were actually linking their website to Amazon. And so what, what they didn't realize is that what's actually happening in that relationship is as they send people from that one click, and so Rob, you'd mentioned your analytics, this is where this comes in, that one click from their dentist website to the Amazon uh, site, that gives the Amazon enough information where they could now retarget that person with an ad from maybe it is dentist across town. You know what I mean? Or some other dental product or whatever it might be, because now they know that they're interested or that they're coming from your site. So they must be a dental patient. And so it's really interesting to see how that data is used and how this influence happens. It's, it's just incredible the amount of data that's out there. And that's really what, what's, what's driving a lot of this. Um, you know, and you guys now have a chance to compete. If it was up, you know, if it was up to me, I would be doing this all day long. Like I would just want to keep people like in, in your orbit, you want to keep that influence there. So you don't want people like, you know, going off in these other directions because they, they, these other businesses are there to compete. You know, they're very good at what they do. Um, and they, uh, are looking to, to enter other markets. And so however they do that, you know, if someone's paying them for an ad to show the guy, 
guy across the street, you know, the office across the street, they're going to take that money and they're going to show it to that guy who clicked uh, from that link from your own website. And so you may have just lost yourself a patient. So it's interesting. And then back to, to Rob's point of also these, these small commitments leading to larger, there's actually uh, evidence out there that this does happen. It's like behavior psychology where you have like escalation of commitment. And, and what, what is really interesting to us is to actually see what actually happened to patients who were part of purchasing through the store versus patients who were not. And you could actually see um, the patients who are purchasing through the store were like 40% higher, uh, had a 40% higher recare rate than the patients who were not. So they were coming in more often. So, and specifically, if you know anything about the recare, uh, recall, you know, recare rates, uh, they, they do drive a lot of dentistry. The more often you have uh, people coming in, the more problems you could find, obviously, but the, it's that also that recurring revenue. Maybe you don't find any problems, but you still have people coming in twice a year, you know, coming in regularly for their cleanings. And so that's what, you know, and they're keeping, they're staying current with their dentistry and they're staying current as a de- uh, patient. And that's really what drives the growth of your practice. If you have them peeling off, if you lose too many of those patients, you're, you're, practice is just going to go flat. You're not going to have any growth. And that's seen when you look at the statistics out there, there's uh, on average, it's a 60% recare rate, right? Across the industry for, for offices, you know, six out of 10 people will come back in for their recare regularly. When you look at the, the store cohort of the patients who are purchasing at the store, 83%, that is massive. When yeah. you go from 60 to 83%, it is massive. Like that is like, it, you could literally double the size of your practice. If you had everybody purchasing through your store, because why they're seeing your brand so often, Often. It's like these small little commitments. Maybe they're buying a toothpaste, but what that's doing is they, they're being driven back to your brand. And so when you recommend, hey, you know, look, this something needs to be happening here. This tooth needs to be fixed or whatnot. They're going to be more likely to do it because you know why? Because they're investing all this money buying all these products for their teeth. So they want, it's like oral care begets oral care. You know what I mean? Sure. And, and really that's, that's what you're doing. It's just these small commitments leads to larger commitments. Small commitments in purchases lead to larger commitments of maintaining those appointments on time, like, you know, coming to their schedule appointments. And when there's procedures involved and there's, you know, they need to accept treatment, they're going to be more likely to accept them because they're spending all this money taking care of their teeth. So they want to, you know what I mean? Like I can't go six months without going to a cleaning. It drives me nuts. If I could go more often, I would at this point because I use so many products I want. Like, you know, it's like it makes you want to have that clean teeth feel. So, yeah. That's great. I mean, look, it, this is this is the modern age. This is how people communicate. This is how people purchase goods. This is how people make decisions as to whether it's buying the merchandise or buying the professional services. It's all tied together. There's a tremendous opportunity here, you know, and I really encourage uh, our listeners to to think about adding this component to, to their practice. Uh, the 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 sort of the the entry uh, the investment to, to get into it is, is 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 low, and you know it's just a matter from my perspective of how good it's going to be. It's either going to yeah. be awesome or ridiculously awesome. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Um, yeah, Tom, thanks so much for for taking the time uh, to come on the show today. I, I enjoyed continuing our conversation from dentist uh, dentist team boost and and learning learning more about what you do, and I'm even more impressed uh, with with the opportunity that that practice owners have. Uh, with what you're uh, with what you're doing, so uh, Tom, how can people uh, learn more about uh, dental stores, and how can they get in touch with you? Sure, um, they can. Uh Visit us at dentalstores.com slash dentalnachos, where we've actually set up a, a 
special page there, which will have a discount for oh, thanks, uh, anybody who wants to, to try out the service. And um, I just say that we, we don't get any uh, any piece of that. We're not uh, we, we have time on the show to, yeah, uh, yeah, that's you true. know, to to talk about this because we really feel strongly about it. But we're not uh, we have no economic benefit from uh, from folks going on and, and doing that. It's just a, an offering for uh, for our listeners. Absolutely. And or they could just email sales at dentalstores.com or if they want to email me personally, it's tom at dentalstores.com. So happy to hear from anybody um, who wants to talk. That's great. And all that will be up on the show notes, of course, for everyone. Uh, thanks again, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Great time. That was cool. You know, I mean, I I can't. I'm so you know, hepped on this, and I, I can't really disguise my enthusiasm. And when I started chatting with Tom at the event, it was like, you know, it was like a, an epiphany, you know, that there's just such a great opportunity to kind of use this in so many different ways to help uh, help grow your practice. I mean, this this is the tool that Dennis can use to, as and we use this word compete, and it, you know, it's I don't even know if it's the right word for the whether it's a DSO or a multi group practice or a startup, because you know the DSO is is not really thinking of competing with you know Dr. Joe Solo Dentist, who, you know, down the street. They're mm-hmm. just they're they're playing the game. It's a tool to play the game, or you know, it's a move or a play to play in the game at this level because the game has changed and the people playing it need to adopt, you know, I've used the example before and I, I am an NBA fan, you know, adopt the new offense, just right. like you see in the NBA. You know, they're not throwing it down to Patrick Ewing anymore. He was very good, but you know, they don't do that anymore. <laughs> it's now, you know, guys who are six foot 11 who can do everything. So in dentistry, that's what's morphing into. And, you know, we've talked about instead of being afraid of change, embrace it and try some new things. For sure. I mean, it's 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 maintaining relevance. You know, it's keeping up. It's it, this is what's current, you know, and uh, you have to embrace change. I mean, that's that's as we say, you know, what's dentistry going to look like in five years? I don't know, but it's going to look different. Yeah. It has to. Everything's going to change. And this is the world and how we buy things in the last, you know, even seven years has just changed so dramatically that, you know, I think dentists need to think about what their what their role is and what their position is in today's economy, you know? Yeah, totally. And I mean, I, I just think it's very cool, especially with the last few podcasts we've had, including Tom, the entry point for price points for these things is for everybody. I mean, they're they're not asking people, you know, I, we, you know, we got a CBCT recently. That's a huge, a huge investment, enormous, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, over $75,000. You got to plan for it. You got to look at things. You got to finance it. Every one of these things are, can be implemented in a practice that has just started up to ones like the Goodman's to uh, multi-group practice. They're all, I mean, they're all price points. So I just, you know, I think it's just uh, really awesome. Cheap barrier for entry. And then, you know, and as you said, and we've kind of had like a few shows that sort of tie together now, you know, Tom from, from local med, but when you, you know, and and so something that, that uh, today's Tom, you know, said really kind of ties together, which is if you have the ability to, you know, basically uh, take your staff and repurpose them for things that are more beneficial for the practice. You can kind of automate, outsource yeah. these other functions and, you know, kind of save your human beings for what you need your good human beings to yes. do. You're way, way, way ahead of the game. And, and it's the same thing with this stuff, you know, and, and if you can sort of outsource that, I say outsource, kind of do it in a way that does not require your paid human beings right. to to do it then you know 
it's awesome. It's more efficient. You don't have to train the people to the same extent. And uh, it, it's just a, a benefit to uh, to the practice. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just like trying new things. Like my uh, idol, Daniel Tiger, he's on the house all the time. So, you know, Dennis should do the same thing. Try new things and see what happens. And we're going to close on that. Yeah, note. yeah, I like it. And then, so as I always forget, you know, uh, folks, if you're uh, listeners of the show and you like the show, please go on uh, iTunes or wherever you listen and uh Give us a a good review and thanks for listening. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for listening to another great podcast with The Dental Amigos. And don't forget to tune in next time to have the dental business demystified. If you're looking for more information about today's podcast, you can find it on thedentalamigos.com. If you're looking for Paul, you can find Paul at drpaulgoodman.com. And if you're looking for Rob, you can find him at yourdentallawyer.com. This podcast has been sponsored by Orange Line Media Group, helping dentists and other professionals create content people love. Find out how we can help you take your business to the next level at www.orangelinemg.com. Till next time.